Hello, and thanks for joining us on this podcast. During this podcast, you'll be listening in on a conversation between Rick Payne and Brandon Poe. Rick Payne was a co-founder of Results Accountant Systems, also known as RAS, the co-creator of the Accountants Bootcamp, a well-known thought leader in the industry, and is the active founder of Principa. Principa provides accountants with tools and resources to help them build a better business and a better life. Brandon Poe is the founder of Poe Group Advisors, a leading-edge practice brokerage firm, and has recently authored the book called The Accountant's Flight Plan, which talks to firm owners on how to make more with less effort while improving the value of their practice. Part of what we do as part of our broker brokerage services is we really do a lot of coaching with the buyers prior to close on successfully transitioning the practice. And... We do a lot of coaching that probably overlaps some of what you do, I think, just in terms of coaching them on, okay, this is you, you need to sort of form a vision of how you want this practice to look in three to five years, what you want to change, not, not to suggest that you change anything immediately when you purchase, but you do need to, you know, we want to set them off on the right foot. Yeah, so, I don't think, I don't think that, uh, conflicts in any way with what we do i think it complements it because what what i would be saying to you is um for that client when you you would say to them you need to have a vision you need to do this you need to do that and i can provide by signing up with principal or or just participating in the prince of you know a practice development challenge that's mm-hmm. precisely what we do we actually give we go through the mechanics of and a methodology to create that vision and then to develop a, a truly robust set of strategic initiatives that run off the vision that they they create, and then we provide them with the tactical resources they need to put in place those initiatives. And and that I think is where you know both you and we probably differ from the average business broker, and we differ from the average practice development consultant, uh, Brandon, in the sense that. As your view of business brokerage is that we will introduce buyer and seller, but we will work with each party to ensure that the buyer is able to take advantage of this new asset that he or she has acquired, and the seller is able to be married up with a buyer who sees the value that he or she has got in their practice, and and that, that the seller can therefore realise the value. We, on the other hand, differ from the average practice development uh, advisor in the sense that we're not, we don't just say to people, these are the things that you should do to run a better practice. We say, these are the things you should do, and here are the resources that, that you will need to do those things. Does, does that make sense? It does. Because, you know, I go to, if I go to a practice development uh, conference anywhere in the world, and I've been to lots and lots of them, there are very few things that those those very talented consultants, I might add, would say about practice development that we don't say, or and vice versa. There's there's nothing really new there, but what we bring to the table, somewhat uniquely, I think, are the the methodologies, the strategies, and the content, ranging from analytical software to you know, sales scripts to marketing collateral to 
um, you know, people development systems and so on that you would need to put those ideas into practice, into play. Yeah, you have a tremendously thorough set of tools that, I mean, I always think of it as sort of a buffet table. You know, if, if um, but people need to decide what they want from the buffet before they dive into it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so if you have that practice development initial, I guess that initial um, planning session that you help people with, kind of help them develop what their needs are, and then you have the tools and you can say, okay, you need this tool, this might be helpful for you, and they have a clear, then they have a clear plan of how to achieve their vision. Is that sort of how you operate? I mean, yeah, that's, you a, that's so many... exactly how we operate. They start off with a, with a picture of where they want their business to go. We then um, work with them to, to, you know, flesh out the initiatives that they could put in place, and we then marry those initiatives up with the various resources that that we can provide them, or we can point them to if we don't have them, and then the the whole idea of that then is to be accountable as part of this sort of six-phase um, change management program that we implement. But in essence, it's about accountability. It's about planning, goal setting, um, and accountability. And, you know, when firms do that, they, they find that they are actually making progress. And it's no difference to somebody who's on a, you know, a, a health plan or a, you know, they're, they're learning to ski or whatever, you know, if you, right. you put in, well, put in the hours and a bit of instruction and some accountability, it, it comes together for you. I could see our buyers being really good candidates for principal because for one thing, when we, when we close a sale, I always give them a copy of accountant's flight plan, which is kind of the bare bones of, some of the things they need to be thinking of. Yeah. And I always, I always encourage them really not to even think about that until they've had a tax season under their belt. You know, I want them to kind of get to know their practice and get to know the people and the systems and, you know, that part of the phase of purchasing of new practice. But I would think maybe the summer after they purchase would be a great time to offer them um, or suggest to them that they check out th that initial planning session that you uh, offer because that could be a really excellent time for them to, you know, it's an excellent time in their career to be very open and that could be quite helpful for them as they, you know, as they grow their practice from that point. Yeah, I agree with that. It gives them, particularly if they've got a tax-based practice and, and, you know, they get to, when, when they get back to actually have a bit of a rest after May sometime, be then they've got several months in which to really think deeply about where do I want this business to go? What do I want to be doing in 10 years' time? What do I want the practice to look like and so on? And so right. it's amazing, Brandon, how, how often you know, we talk about goal setting rather glibly. It's amazing how how few people have really clear goals in mind. I mean, goal setting is easy to do, 
but it's also easy not to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think one of the things that constrains the, the, the potential of, of humanity, but so many people, is that they really don't think about what they want from their life and what they want their, what they want the, their business to, to do for them because their business is a part of their life. Mm-hmm. And, and just getting engaged in a, in a goal setting thing. And it's, it's easy, the easiest way to do it in my view, is to think about it in terms of income. And I say that even though I passionately believe that income is the least important goal because I think it's the consequence of success in other aspects of your life. But the easiest starting point is to say, I want to triple my income in three years. Now, the minute you say that, you say, right, now what assumptions do I need to make in order to build a business model around that. And the assumptions might be, I'll need this many clients and I'll need this many people and I'll need this, you know, these sort of facilities and so on. And you then start to think about the alternative business models you could have, like high value, low volume, high price, low volume, high volume, low price. That, mm-hmm. that in turn determines the type of people that you're going to be appealing to your customer segments and so on. What and then what value proposition will I bring to the table? That in turn will def- define the sort of technology that you use. We call it, you know, the channel, the, the relationship between the relationship and the channel, I should say, between the business and and its clients and the delivery of that value proposition. That then takes you to what type of team members do I need to have on board? How many of them? What skills do they need? And that will define what ages they need to be. So just with that starting point, everything else starts to come into uh, a consistent sort of pattern. And, mm. and then all of a sudden you look at your business model and say, ah, I now have a robust business model, not just an, an, a person I hired because he was or she was the best of the people we interviewed, not, not just a client who walked through the door who had a heartbeat and a checkbook. You know, not doing next year what I did last year, just simply because I did it last year. And then wondering why you don't seem to be making any progress. You're just like a hamster in a treadmill. Mm -hmm. And so when people come away, honestly, uh, Brandon, people come away from that practice development challenge totally enlightened, not because we've taught them anything they didn't really know, but we've brought what they know into sharp focus Mm-hmm. and brought context to it, and they could see then where they're going. And so the enthusiasm you have as an individual when you, you feel that you're in control of your destiny rather than mm-hmm. circumstances being in control of you is, is what's, what is really um, uh, you know, the enlightening part of the whole process. Yeah, I could see that being tremendously value, valuable. And... and um I think buyers would be especially open to doing something of that nature because they come through tax season, they may not have the clarity that they, you know, I think tax season is especially taxing on people because they get so buried in all of those details. And what you're talking about, I can see them working with more purpose and having tremendous clarity about what they need to do to, to improve their practice. My name is Joanna Guire with Principa, and I'd like to thank you for listening in on this conversation.
If you'd like to contact Brandon and his team at Poe Group Advisors, you can email them to info at poegroupadvisors.com. Follow them on Twitter at P-O-E Group Advisor or get more information on their website at www.pogroupadvisors.com. And if you'd like to contact Principa in relation to the tools and resources we offer our members, feel free to email us to info at principa.net. Find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at CPA underscore CA underscore advisor. And don't forget to visit our website at www.principa.net for more details. Detailed information.